Hey, love. Welcome back to another episode of Lessons from Behind My Chair. I'm your host, Angela B. Fuller, Master Hairstylist Turned Certified Life Coach. Today is a good episode. I decided that I'm going to step outside the box and I'm going to do a very lighthearted episode, hopefully to make somebody smile, make somebody laugh, you know, something kind of humorous, or at least I think so. So I do hope that you enjoyed this episode. It's a little bit different from how I normally roll, but then, hey, what, what, what the heck? But before we dive in, of course, you know, I have a pop question for you because with my pop question, it allows me to lead into the episode and it gives you something to think about. Okay. So my question, my pop question is, is this, have someone ever called you ugly? Yes, I said that. That's my question. Not unattractive, not ugly in personality, but ugly in the physical sense. Well, let me tell you something. I, yours truly, was called ugly. Now, listen, I never claim, never claim, never will claim that I am the most attractive person walking. Um, I have my flaws, but ugly, physically unattractive has never been something that... I um I had to deal with. I, I may as well tell you the truth. Now, and to, to zone this thing down, to niche it down even more, in case nobody knows, I am a black woman from the South. Okay? And so I'm going to pose this question. Even though my audience is primarily women, I'm going to pose this question to some men. Here's the thing. I'm a black woman from the South. Okay? Um, and so this question is for black men from the South. Let, let's be clear. If you are a black man, a black man who love himself, some black women, and you like a nice little pecan brown to her and you like a nice little short hairstyle, you know, if you like a nice smile and also a little bit of a uh, swag from a black woman, then <laughs> by you would never look at me and say, dang, she ugly. But someone said it. Someone called me ugly and I was like, what? And so if I was the type of woman who cared about what other people thought of me, I would be devastated because listen, I don't care. I don't care if you didn't even care for, for pecan brown. Maybe you like, um, dark milk chocolate, you know, maybe you like, uh, vanilla cream chocolate. I don't know. And maybe you like big light brown eyes instead of dark eyes. I don't know. Maybe you like long hair flowing down the back. Even if you are that type of man, you would not look at yours truly and say she was ugly. Now, I might have, I have different features, but 
the way the way God situated my eyes, my two eyes on my face, the way the place he placed my nose and the way he formulated my lips, my chin, my cheeks. I don't even care if you're a person who would rather have someone's mouth where their nose is and their eyes in the back of their head, you would still look at me and say, now that's one pretty black woman. So why would someone look at me and say her ugly self? (laughs) There's got to be something wrong with the person who making the statement. So it's crazy. It's ludicrous of me to become upset with someone if they were to call me ugly, because what that does, it gives me insight into the fact that there is something going on with that person. And what it did, it allowed me to open my heart up and to really, in a kind of sort of way, feel, feel empathy for that person. Because it's like this, what on earth did this person experience in their life that they would look at something that God pronounced good and say that it was not, that it was rotten, that it was ugly, that it was unattractive, that it had no personality? What would cause a person to look at something that is good, that is beautiful, that was pronounced good the day she was formed, what would cause a person to reject it? It lets me know that that person has felt rejection in their life. That person has gone through some type of trauma in their life. So it lets me know that we got to learn how to show a show a person more empathy. We got to learn how to look beyond some of the venom that comes out of someone's mouth because all they're doing is projecting on you what is rottening inside of them. That's why we can't take things personal. We can't take things too personal. We can't allow what someone says about us or what someone thinks about us to knock us off our box. Because now you being, you being silly, you being, you being stupid, you are wasting good energy where it ought not be wasted. So instead of jumping to the wrong conclusion, what about just send love to that person? What about considering the fact that this person has to be in a lot of pain? What about reaching out to the person and and saying, hey, is everything okay? How can I help? What about sitting that person down and helping them to work through something that they are obviously going through that's not serving them? And I think when we do that, We open up the door. We open up the room for healing. We open up the door for connection. We open up the door for camaraderie. Because a lot of times people 
people, a lot of times folks don't even mean what they say. Sometimes people just be saying a thing just to be saying a thing. Sometimes people say things for attention. Sometimes people say things um, because no one is ever paying any attention to them. So people, people pop off and say certain things or do certain things to feel like they are being seen. They say certain things that feel like they are being heard. But so many times we have to look underneath the words that a person is saying. Because let me tell you, as I live, I learned that words really don't describe. Words really don't teach. Words can sometimes be used as a cover-up to what we are really feeling and to what we are really going through. It's like like a baby, a mother and a baby. Babies make sounds and that's their way of talking. But mothers have found a way to be in tune to the sound that their child is making. They know the sound if that baby is just wanting to be touched, just wanting some affection, just wanting to be held, wanting to be changed, wanting to be fed. And the baby don't even use words. The baby uses sounds. The baby uses emotions. The baby uses um, certain emphasis and diction, certain, um, it's the way they say it. It's like, it's like a person singing opera. There's no words, but you can feel it based upon the emotion, based upon the diction, based upon the, 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 the tones of the note. So don't be thrown off by words. If somebody, if somebody's looking at you, another thing, people say, oh, her ugly self, or people say, oh, she thinks she's cute. No, no, no. Most times it's not because you think you're cute. It's because the person who's looking at you think that you are cute. I used to get that too. Now, ugly was the first one. I First time I ever got that. But sometimes people would say, oh, you think you're cute. And I would say, no, you think I'm cute. But you don't know how to formulate your words to say Angie, I think you are attractive. Or Angie, you look nice today. Or Angie, that color really looks good on you. So you're trying to convey a message, but you're using the wrong words. And that's with a compliment. And that can even be with when somebody's trying to throw shade. So try, let's, 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 let's start trying to listen to the sounds, the meaning underneath the words that we are using. And I promise you, it'll make your life better. It'll make your day better. It'll make your head space better. You know, my husband always says, um, don't, don't listen to, he has a habit of saying, don't listen to the words I'm saying. Listen to the spirit in which I am saying it. And I think sometimes that we, 
That's what we have to do so that we can find out the real meaning. And then you got to ask yourself, why, why would it even bother you? What's going on within you that's causing you to be so bothered by what someone says about you? Now, now that means, forget the other person, that means now you got to check yourself. What vibration are you operating on? What resonance are you, are you holding? What mindset are you living? Because sometimes it's not the other person. Sometimes it's you. Sometimes it's me. Sometimes it's us. Let's understand that um, it's not always about the other person. Sometimes we got to bring our own awareness to the situation as it pertains to us. Sometimes we have to step outside ourselves and observe ourselves and see where we are trending. And let me tell you, that's not always easy for us. That's not all, it's not always easy to hold yourself accountable for where you are trending. But that's the only way that we grow. We have to ask ourselves, where is my vibration in the moment? And if you feel or hear within your own self that "Mm, I'm a little off, then you need to do something about it. Don't wait for someone else to change. How about you change? Don't wait for someone else to check themselves. How about you checking yourself? And that's not always an easy pill to swallow. Sometimes you need a whole gallon of water to swallow just one pill. But that lets you know where you need to do the most work. Yes, we had a little humor today. We had a little fun with it. But you know, we always got to end up with what is the lesson? What is that lesson behind my chair? What is the lesson behind the thought that you're having about once about what someone says about you? What is the lesson about the thought you're having about the way someone approaches you? Are you willing to go into the deep to come out with the light and to hold that light? so that other people can receive some of it. Because so many times, you know, we're in a dark place. So many times, so many of us are in a dark place. But once you go into the deep, go into your abyss, and you snatch the light, and you hold that light so that it can emanate into other people's situation, other people's lives, other people's daily experience. When you can do that, it doesn't matter what someone says about you. It doesn't matter what side eye they give you. None of it matters because then you're doing the work. Then you're doing the hard work. I hope you got something out of this episode. I sure did. And if you did, I'd like for you to share it. And when you share it, I'd like you to tag me in that post. 
Okay, I'll talk with you all soon. And remember, you're not ugly. You're not ugly. It's just how you're perceiving what someone said about you. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Mwah.